I love it. The topic that we're going to talk about today is public transportation. We're also going to talk about cars and car culture. And you want to call Guy Hanson? Whoa! No! Whoa! All right, welcome back, boys. It's uh, episode six of the Snow Day Pod. Been a little bit of a uh, break between pods for a whole bunch of different things. We put the trailer together a couple weeks ago. The feedback from producer Mike was that the challenge with the trailer was to show some laughs and also to show a little bit of a serious side that we don't just sit around talking about stupid stuff back and forth. I loved it. I thought it was well done, Bruce. That was awesome. And I think my favorite part is just the trailer, the trail of the trailer towards the end where we're just laughing our heads off because that's for me, that's what it's all about. Just having fun, so I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> it puts a smile on my face every time I listen to it. Just before we get started, just to make sure we're all on the same page as we're listening to this, understand this is just four guys sitting around in a virtual living room having a chat because they're stuck in a snowstorm. It's not our professional selves, there's nothing here we're embarrassed about, but there's going to be a little bit of swearing and just us being us. So let's just take it for what it is. This is Snow Day, a podcast with Dr. George Alvarez. And let me tell you, when you got a cool breeze coming from the bottom end, it feels pretty good. <laughs> Stephen DeGroote, internationally renowned speaker, author, and leadership expert. I may scoop up a year's supply with a, of condoms at this event for free. Just put them in that bowl by your door. It's like the health clinic when I go to Lessons. <laughs> Leslie Hansen, software company owner and CEO. The big parade is this afternoon, so we gotta we gotta wrap this up so I can get my my chest shaved in time to get down there. And me, Bruce Krentz, the one they left behind. Whereas here in Thompson, I know the bus driver. So he knows your name. Oh, absolutely, he knows where I live. Like he says, here, I'll just drop you off in front of your house. Uh, the topic that we're going to talk about today is public transportation. We're also going to talk about cars and car culture and uh, sort of what vehicles mean to us, I guess. But first, we got to do a check-in. Let's cut right to the chase. Stevie D, you've been dodging Lester on the suppers. Have you made good on that yet? Oh, I so made good. I so made good. It's about time. Thanks for asking, Bruce. A couple weeks ago, I'm currently in Calgary with Georgie. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I did see Les. We went out. First thing I said is we're going to make dinner priority. We went to a we went to a place that we love going to the Maple Leaf, and he had a couple of friends that were already there. And we sat down in the booth to take it over, and he offers to buy them dinner, and uh, <laughs> they, they, they thought it was so awesome. And I knew what was going to happen. I was just going to let it ride, let him be the king, right? Just for just for a moment. And as soon as they walked out the door, he slid it across the table and said, "Here you go, dude. Thanks for picking this up." <laughs> So we added it to our bill. Yeah, it was awesome, though. My George, pleasure. you would have you would have loved the move. I didn't even pick it up and look at it. I just they're like, oh, Les, that's so nice of you. Thank you so much. I go, hey, don't worry about it. I put my finger on it and just slid it across the table to see. It's like when you buy an expensive suit and don't even look at the bill. Just put it on. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I feel like I got uh, scammed, boys, because uh, it wasn't a scam. I got a free dinner out of it. When I was in Winnipeg, Steve and I went out, and he basically insisted on picking up the bill, I think, just so that I couldn't rip him about hanging me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there was no way I was putting any money down that night. <laughs> there was no going. I just said, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was before you know, the Bruce, that's <laughs> funny. Hey, I got something out of that. This is obviously getting under Steve's skin because when we went out last night, Steve, let's split the bill. He's like, no, no, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. I got this. I got this. So he could look really good in front of the girls. So now it's coming. Yeah, it's coming full circle. It's coming. Oh, yeah. well, we've got a record. We've got a record that I've, I've been in the three different cities and I've paid for dinner for my best friend. I'm good. I'm good. Everything's great in the world. Three I love pre- it. Three preemptive strikes all during summertime sales. <laughs> right. yeah, so guess what, guys? Fuck all y'all. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Brucey, I, I, I will say this. Since our last podcast, Stevie D has been in my living room. Georgie has been in my living room, and you have not. So, <laughs> all right, tag, you gotta do something about that. Yeah, it is. Tag, you're it. A hundred percent. You gotta come to TO, man. Organized. I'm, I'm on yeah. that. I've had the craziest month of just nonstop entertainment. It's been like I'm 19 again. So I, I can't believe I didn't breeze through Toronto as part of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's that's okay. Tell me how many other friends you have that are more important than me. <laughs> <laughs> they all just happen to be a lot closer. That's all. Love it, Georgie. What's been going on with you? Red meat? Have you tried it? No, I'm still red meat free. Uh, as you heard, I was at Les's uh, last weekend. Had a great time. We went out to the best seafood uh, restaurant, which happens to be Portuguese, in Toronto. Had an amazing meal. I introduced the group that we were with to one of my favorite summer wines. Yeah, Vigno shout Verde. out to Chiado Restaurant on uh, College West. Those guys are fucking amazing. Amazing restaurant. Yeah, we had a wonderful, uh, we closed the place down and uh, had a great time out there. I went to a Jays game. Uh, so got to connect with Les a little bit on his birthday. Uh, yep. And then uh, this weekend, back to back, Steve's out, and we had a great day yesterday. Ended off with uh, free booze and jerk chicken last night, so it's all good. <laughs> Is that code for something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's code for George's company. <laughs> and here I thought you went to the Gay Pride Parade, Lester. <laughs> Actually, the gay, the gay Pride Parade is today in Toronto. Oh. For uh, for all the listeners out there in podcast land, we're recording this at uh, like noon on a Sunday, and wow. uh, yeah, the big the big parade is this afternoon. So we got we got to wrap this up so I can get my my chest shaved in time to get down there. <laughs> get your rainbow hair. You should save something else there. Get your rainbow hair. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I'll I'll tell you. You know, I keep myself in pretty good shape. Pride Week is the one week of the year that there's no fucking way I'm taking my shirt off in public. <laughs> if you if you are if you go down there and you are more than three percent body fat, you are on the wrong side of the fence. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it's unbelievable. These guys are just like they. It's like they train for this year round. They're like bodybuilders getting ready for it. They're like cutting weight and spray tanning and dehydrating themselves. <laughs> it's just it's it's just like humiliating walking around going oh my god i am so not in good shape that's why i'm not that's why i went out west this week les that's right yeah. that's why you avoided it thought yeah. it was in the calendar as far away as humanly possible <laughs> got to give you this one just before we start lester worlds collided for me in the most bizarre of ways uh, i'm not sure if you remember this guy I ever met him but jim rudd is a friend of mine that lives down near winnipeg steve you know him george from res yep he cut a Kijiji deal with Guy Hansen last week. Oh! <laughs> no. That is awesome. He texted me. He's like, I just sold some antiques to Guy Hansen. And he, he, like, oh, for he crying knows, out loud. Guy was buying and not <laughs> the wrong way. The yeah. wrong cut. 
Where's he? Where's he stashing that shit? Someone's Bruce, give me that guy. Someone's hey, gonna we'll, tell your mom. <laughs> when we go off the air, give me that guy's number. I gotta call him and tell him he's not allowed to sell any more junk. <laughs> well, do it. Just I was just howling when he sent me the text. He's like, you won't believe what I just did. I didn't even ask what it was. I don't want to know. It was probably like a butter churn or. A sauerkraut, <laughs> oh, yeah, a cotton <laughs> gin. I guarantee, I guarantee it was it was half an outboard boat motor <laughs> in in non-working condition. I guarantee. I guarantee. For a great, great deal. ten dollars or best offer. <laughs> almost free. Almost almost free. Okay, but Bruce, on that note, this will blow you guys' mind. I interviewed a guy the other day for a position at at my company. And we start talking, you know, where are you from? You know, blah, blah. You always, I said, well, you know, I'm from Manitoba. He's like, oh, you grew up in Winnipeg. I said, well, actually, I was born up in Thompson. Then I went to high school and university in Winnipeg. He goes, Thompson? No way. He goes, I actually spent a few years living in Thompson. My dad owned Seven Days Restaurant. Whoa. No. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Throwback. How crazy is that? He's like, oh, I guarantee my dad delivered Chinese food to your house when you were a kid. He goes, he delivered all the food himself. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Crazy. In an interview. <laughs> so they, obviously the interview went off track. We spent a half an hour talking about, you know, growing up in Thompson in the 70s because he was about my age as well. Yeah. So did he get the job as long as his dad delivers? Well, you know, I'm not going to talk about that publicly. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's just wink, wink, say that we don't have to purchase lunch for the next several months. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Seven days restaurant. Wow. Nice. Sweet and sour but, chicken ball diet coming up. <laughs> yeah, it was so confusing. They were only open six days a week. <laughs> Ooh, doesn't right. make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it down to the topic. I'm putting 15 right. minutes on the tomato timer okay. right here beside me. Uh, Les, we're going to, even though you just told us the seven days story, we're throwing it back to you because you really live in the heart of uh, public transit. <laughs> Toronto is just an awful place to get around downtown. What are your thoughts? How, how do you feel about public transit in Toronto? Start there and just kind of in general. How do I feel about public transit in Toronto? I feel like Toronto could not function without public transit, without a doubt. I think the statistic I read one time is that 800,000 people every day take the subway into downtown Toronto for work. Um, and I can tell you when there is an outage of any kind on the TTC, it fucks up business in the entire city for a day. Like you'll get to the office and it's all people are talking about, like nobody's there. And it's like, oh, okay, business till 1030 today because there was you know, some problem with the tracks. But I think that I think public transit is important. I don't take it a lot just based on where I live now. But there was a time when I lived uh, in Toronto for about five years uh, without a car. I lived close to a subway stop. I worked downtown. I took the subway back and forth every day. And I very comfortably lived, you know, an, an adult lifestyle without a car. And if I lived in a different part of the city uh, now, I could easily do so again. But yeah. you, you have a car, and when's the last time you took the subway? Actually, I took the subway last week, um, which is funny because prior to that, it had been three or four years for sure. But uh, I had a couple of meetings. I had a meeting downtown and a meeting uptown, and I was looking at the map and uh, realized they were both right by subway stops. And, like, this is the way the subway works, right? I was like, oh. I've actually got a meeting at King Station, and then my next meeting is up at Shepherd, and that's going to take me at least an hour uh, driving, and it was about 18 minutes on the subway. 
Wow. Hard to argue with that, but it's funny. I mean, for me, public transit in Thompson's a whole different thing. But when I'm in a big city like Toronto, or even when I'm in Winnipeg, which to me is a big city, boys. Um, yeah. <laughs> taking, taking the bus is kind of a novelty. And I, there's something that I really enjoy about doing that, just getting around. And I'm a bit of a hippie, so I think that appeals to me in a, in a weird yeah. sort of a way. But I kind of wonder if, if I had to do that every day, if the shine would wear off in a in a real hurry or whether, whether that would still be just a, an easier part of my life than firing up the car and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not, I'm not sure about that. George, uh, out in Calgary, it's not quite Toronto, but Calgary's a pretty spread out place. Do you ever use public transit other than once a year to just try to prove to yourself that you're still one of the commoners? Yeah, yeah. I'm a one percenter, so it's, uh, yeah. Well, I guess my, my comments are, <laughs> I've, I've lived in cities and I've been to countries where public transport is good. And when it's good, it's amazing. You're, uh, you're part of the people. It's mass transit. It's efficient. It's clean. There's Wi-Fi on it. You know, even last week when I was at Les's, he said, you know, take the uh, Union Station Pearson Express, the UP Express. I love Super that thing. clean yeah. downtown. Take a cab to Les's house. Uh, it just so happened that Les and Gerald were already drunk when I showed up, which is probably why they get picked up <laughs> from the airport. But That's exactly is, why. <laughs> it was really good. So... Uh, yeah, when public transport is great, it is really good, and I really enjoyed it and when I lived in Australia and, and some other countries I've been to in Europe. But when it's bad, like Calgary, when it's so spread out and inconvenient and kind of expensive, I think it's terrible. I'm not sure I save that much more time taking it than the you know the gas I burn in my car to find cheap parking somewhere. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly it. And I really believe, I mean, Cal- Calgary for sure was not built with any sort of public transit in mind, right? That that was a total afterthought, whereas I feel like some parts of downtown Toronto and even parts of Europe would probably said, you know what, this is where the train is, this is where the subway is, this is how this works, and then the city right. grows around it instead of the other way around, right? And that's why I think yeah. Yeah. lots of North American cities are, are just screwed. I mean, Thompson's the same way. We're not a big place, but the way that Thompson's built in loops, there's no good way to have a bus route. Like you said, I can yeah. walk just about anywhere as fast as I can take the bus, unless yeah. it's cold, <laughs> you know, super cold yeah. or something going on. It's kind of it's kind of not worth it. Although, uh, as you guys know, the bus in Thompson is a whole different experience than Toronto. <laughs> the, yeah. bus driver, the bus drivers are surly. And we, Marnie and I took one in New York once. I was terrified to get on. Because it was like the lady hated me, right? And I felt like she could just smell the fear in me. She's like, you're, you're a newbie. <laughs> I'm going to make your life miserable. That's because you hesitated. You cannot hesitate I, in New no, York. No, I had to just... Yeah, soon as, can't show as, fear, soon, man. as soon as you hesitate in New York, they know you're not from there. That's the way it works. <laughs> I, I had to just own you, it. You just went, ah... Uh. <laughs> whereas here, whereas here in Thompson, the few times I take the bus, I, I know the bus driver. He, the, the last he, time he I, knows your name. Oh, absolutely, he knows where I live. Like he says, here, I'll just drop you off in front of your house and stay at any sort of bus stop. <laughs> That's the public transit I want to take. Well, I mean, I don't take it uh, in Winnipeg because it's it's not that great, and I'm usually running around to appointment to appointment to appointment. So it just makes sense. And downtown, really, the parking in Winnipeg is ridiculously inexpensive you know it's not like some of the other cities that i go to but when i'm in like george mentioned when i'm in sydney or london or new york mostly london and new york the transit system like the tube is unbelievable like unbelievable so easy right that it just makes so much sense that if you're trying to rent a car or do anything else above ground it's just a waste of your time but i do like i think now i like the idea of the wi-fi the comfortable chairs you know that kind of thing just makes it easier i love that i love the the union express that georgie mentioned 
because I'm in Toronto quite often, and when I'm downtown, that thing is amazing. Like, just easy. I think I'm with you. When when it works, it's so good, and probably it's really hard to argue with uh, with all the good stuff about it, but you only have to have one or two bad experiences <laughs> before you think, yeah. all right, I'm firing up the car, right? And that's where you ended up yeah. last year. I, I was going to say, I would agree. I take public transit much more when I travel in other cities, because there are other yeah. cities, like London especially, and even Paris, where the subway system is fantastic. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. And it is, like, coming back to, to what George was saying, it's kind of a way to experience the city. Like, you're there as a tourist or you're there on business for a short period of time, but you experience the flow of what it's actually like to live in a city when you when you take public transit. And Toronto gets shit on all the time for having terrible public transit. I mean, even though we have a subway, it's a it's a very limited subway system. And when they, when they do the rankings of, of, you know, the best international cities, you know, the best global cities in the world to live in, public transit is always really high on the list of what they rate cities on. And Toronto always gets a failing grade because we don't have a lot of public transit. But yeah, when it works, it's spectacular. It's, it's fantastic. And it sounds like of all their fumbles, the, uh, in Toronto, the, the one from the airport to uh, downtown is a success because all of us have tried. Oh, yeah. Marnie and I were on there when we came in too, and it's, it's unreal, right? It's- yeah, you know the funny thing? I'm the guy that lives in Toronto. I'm the only one who's never taken that address. <laughs> I've never been on it. I've never taken it. <laughs> What's that about, dude? <laughs> but, but when my friends, I no longer pick people up at the airport. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, just take, the, just take the train to Union Station. I'll pick up the Union Station. You'll be there. And then when you get to Union Station, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, just jump in a cab. It's just like right up front. <laughs> it's so cab. simple. I'm only going to Union Station. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I may be the only one of us that's taken the bus from the airport in Winnipeg. Have you guys ever done that one? There's actually a really oh, good God, there's a There's a good bus. No. A bus straight shot downtown. I can't remember the name of the street. It goes down like Aaron or something like that. That's not what it is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably the other only one of us, too, that have uh, put their bike on the plane and got off and cycled away from the Winnipeg airport. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is hardcore, my brother. It was, I love it. It was liberating. You know, the funny thing is you got to take the pedals off for some reason to put it on the plane. So I had to get off. I had a wrench in my in my luggage, put the pedals on my bike and just boot it away from the airport with a backpack on it. I'm telling you, try, try it once in your Dude, life. Dude, that is feel, awesome. I love it. gold. Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, it was 50 bucks extra to put your bike on the plane, but that that's a cab ride that's... Uh, like you've paid for yourself in no time at all. So it was yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Bruce, I have a question about Thompson Airport security. You've got to check donuts, uh, but you can bring wrenches and screwdrivers on the plane. You could hijack the plane. No, actually, I, I, had, I had to put the wrench on my, uh, my, in my checked luggage. It, I didn't get to carry it onto the plane. In your hand. So, so if my bags had got lost, I would have been at the airport with a bicycle with no pedals and no wrench to put them on because they were under the plane. You would have called Guy Hanson. I would, I would say, Guy, he'd be down there in a heartbeat with better pedals than I had. The funny thing is my helmet somehow got taken off. Of course I've got in- pedals, Bruce. I've got uh, 24 dozen. <laughs> <laughs> They're all different, though. There's None of them are matching. <laughs> as, a, as a matter of fact, I just bought this motor from Kijiji, and this propeller would make a great pedal. <laughs> well, and, and my helmet got offloaded in Gillum, so my helmet didn't make it. But <laughs> oh, oh, no. That was bizarre. Anyway, so most of the time I get around on a bike, boys, but uh, let's switch over just a little bit to cars and car culture. I mean, to me, a car is totally a vehicle. I'm not a, I'm not a driver guy. That doesn't, I don't get a 
huge amount of joy out of that. I'd be curious to know, hey, what are you guys driving right now? And and are cars, like, is that important to you or is a car just a tool? So, Stevie D, we did a rip out to uh, Selkirk the other day and I can't even remember yeah. what kind of car you've got. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm same thing, man. I use it to, you know, we eat in it, we drive, we get the kids around, you know, get to work. That kind of, but it's got to be comfortable. So, for me, I always like, I need a sunroof, I need leather heated seats and that's it but basically no i'm not a i'm not a big car guy but every once in a while there's a car that i look at and go yeah that'd be pretty good to own but no it's not a big deal dude not a big deal at all i'm i'm not sure i'm i'm not a big car guy not a prima donna just needed heated leather seats and a, a moonroof <laughs> hey it was minus 52 last year like for a whole week those leather heated seats were pretty awesome although it's a ford escape so it's a it's a ford escape um, whatever titanium, I don't know, whatever. I don't even know what it is, but uh, it's what I need. <laughs> suits the boy, suits the boys and I. For sure. Hockey equipment, uh, toboggans, and everything else. Yeah. Georgie, uh, out in Alberta, cowboy country. Are you keeping up? You know, I, uh, I'm changing a bit. I would agree with you that it is more of a tool. Cars are sort of like wines and fine foods for me. I got lots of guys that have money that have beautiful cars, and my car was just in the shop, so I was rotating through a few cars bigger cars as my kids are getting larger and going to need more space. So I rented a car that had air conditioned seats, forget about heated seats. And let me tell you, when you got a cool breeze coming from the bottom end, it feels pretty good. <laughs> like that, it, it feels really good. So now you're still talking about the car, right? The seat? Yeah, <laughs> <let's look at laughs> <that. Okay. laughs> oh no, I'm actually in the Sorry, you lost parade. me. You lost me. I, I thought you went back to the parade there, Georgie. Yeah. yeah. So I think... For the most part, it is totally a tool, but just like good food and good wine, when you start experiencing, you know, owning a car or, you know, uh, a sort of a truck and you're like, wow, having a truck is really awesome to move my kids to go skiing or getting into like a really jacked up, you know, douchey BMW and you think only douchey, douchey guys drive BMWs. Then you went into a 700 series in the back seat and you were like, this is more comfortable than my couch in my house. I start to appreciate why there's dudes out there that are really into cars, not just for the speed, but just how it drives. The, lu- the luxury. The luxury of it. So as we get older, we, I think we just sort of appreciate, and our bodies are breaking down, how nice it is. Because I always tell the story about Bruce Krentz's, like uh, your Harold Krentz's three in the tree truck. Remember how we learned to drive in that truck that you had? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yellow old Bruce, school remember district that terrible truck. yellow truck you had? Yeah, we well, surfed on that thing, yeah. I remember driving around with you, Bruce, and we were bouncing up and down, and I thought, I feel like I'm sitting on a piece of plywood. This is the most uncomfortable <laughs> ride I've ever been in, but we were so excited as 16-year-old kids to be driving around that it didn't make any difference. So now, if somebody picks me up in this super luxurious ride, I just enjoy how what beautiful pieces of technology and luxury they are but at the end of the day it just gets me around yeah i i drove around in a whole bunch of different vehicles this year because we have a some fleet vehicles at work and and i found that after about 10 minutes every vehicle kind of feels the same right there there is there is something to uh to a little bit of luxury and not bouncing around in an old school district truck (laughs) lester middle of to i'm guessing you're not uh, riding a giant Escalade, what uh, what gets you around? No, no, I'm, I'm not. And it's it's interesting you point that out because it kind of ties back into the public transit thing. You know, a big thing that I had to adapt to in moving to Toronto was the realization that when you're driving, you got a bunch of errands to run or you got, you know, point A to point B tasks to do in the city of Toronto. 
your entire mission is about parking. It's about <laughs> where, okay, I got to go to this place. Where can I park that's close to there? Where can I get a good spot? You know, like, because it's crazy. It's so hard to find parking in downtown Toronto and you got to go someplace that's on a busy street and you're like, fuck, I know I'm never going to get a spot on the street, but I know this, there's a, you know, there's a Metro, you know, one block over and they've got a lot and I can park in the back and, you know, walk over, and cut, through the, cut through the hedge, you know, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, you see a lot of, you see a lot of big, um, the suburban housewife SUVs driving around in downtown Toronto. I don't know where this, why these people do it. I, I certainly wouldn't. I, I drive a Mercedes. I'm not a car guy. My car is very comfortable. I've had it for a number of years. I couldn't tell you anything about it. Like, I think I've owned, I've owned two cars the time, the, the entire time I've been in Toronto. I will, I will drive this until it dies and then I'll buy another one. I've got friends, you know, buddies who are real car guys and they're always talking about, you know, all the different specs on new cars when they're coming out. I couldn't, I haven't got a clue how many horsepower my car has. I haven't got a clue. I'm not even a hundred percent. I'm assuming it's a V6. I'm not even 100% sure of that. Like I'm, it's, it's just my car. And I'm, I've, I've just never been, yeah, I've never been a real driving enthusiast or a, or a real car guy. Turns out it's electric, actually, Les. <laughs> <laughs> nice it turns out it's, a, it's not a Mercedes. It's an Ion. <laughs> I kept thinking I was running out of gas. Jesus, that's what's going on. I got to plug the fucking thing in. <laughs> Nice. This is how totally different our worlds are, Les, because A, this is turning into the Guy Hansen episode. Um, I dragged Murph out to the dump a couple of days ago because we had a whole bunch of recycling from the Setting Lake dump that had to go out there helping out Harold Smith. So we did a good old-fashioned dump run, thought a guy on the way there. Yeah. And yeah. on the way back, Murph was dying for craft dinner so he said oh let's just stop downtown and grab some quick groceries oh but we got the trailer on i'm like that's no problem so <laughs> we found parking uptown thompson with a trailer on the back of our minivan. <laughs> i love it <laughs> and a bunch I love of stuff it. hanging out of it and and you're worried about driving through a hedge in downtown toronto so yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean that's like, like like a perfect thing tying some themes together today like i'm gonna head out to this pride parade here in an hour or so there's no fucking way I would imagine trying to drive in Toronto today. Oh, not today. Because no, that no. the parade cuts the city in half. It goes down Young Street. You can't drive. You can't park. Like, you wouldn't be able to get within a mile of this party, yeah. which is really what yeah. it is. It's, a, it's called a parade, but it's really like, you know, there'll be close to a million people, three quarters of a million people just partying. I'm going to take public transit. I'm going <laughs> to ride. In, in honor of this podcast, I'm going to jump on the streetcar, which goes right by my place here. And I'm going to take the streetcar down uh, the Dundas streetcar. I'll let you know how it goes. Too, right on. Too, too good. I actually walked in the Nickel Days parade yesterday, so I wasn't worried about wasn't worried at all about how much body fat I had on. And uh, seven hundred. Were you were you carrying uh, sacks of flour? Like how many sacks of flour did you carry? Were you Okimao of the North? I wish I was Okimao of the North. I was, I was carrying a banner for the uh, Manitoba Games are coming to Thompson, so we had a little uh, little walk. Oh, yeah. And we might have walked in front of seven hundred and fifty people, not seven hundred and fifty thousand, but it was like. It was pretty good. <laughs> that was a pretty good turnout. That's a good. Has anybody else walked in the? Uh, I don't know. Like just to bring it back to the Portuguese restaurant, I have pictures of me being on a float with every other Portuguese kid, plus or minus four years, and we were dancing traditional Portuguese in plus the late seventies, early eighties in the Nickel Days parade. <laughs> oh man, that I've is, been in the Nickel awesome. Days parade about about fifteen times. I think due to 
either sports or different clubs or, uh, you know, running lacrosse and throwing candies at kids. That was my favorite, throwing candies, like not to them. But no, at, at them. them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know what's bizarre? That I saw it for the first time in the Nickel Days Parade this year. Kids show up with bags. It's like yeah. Hall- it's like Halloween, but you, yeah. you you can't throw candy anymore. That's kind of a parade rule because they don't want kids getting trapped under vehicles like the pussification of Thompson. This is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you're on a float, you have to walk over and put candy into people's bags. Yeah. So everybody yeah. just sits on the side yeah. of the road with a, you know, a recyclable bag and everybody just fills it up with candy. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, at the, at the Pride Parade today, they I, I don't know if I'll catch any candies, but I can almost guarantee there'll be floats that are throwing out condoms. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably catch... You'll probably yeah, yeah. So you'll probably catch some balls. They laugh. <laughs> I'll try not to catch any balls in my fist, but I may I may scoop up a year's supply with a, of, of condoms at this event for free. Just, just, just put them in that bowl by your door when I go there. <laughs> Portuguese restaurant serving some balls on you. I love it. <laughs> it's like the health. It's like the health clinic when I go to Lefty's house. <laughs> I have, a, I think, I have our next uh, a pod topic. I like the way you threw down the pussification of Thompson. I think I really like that word. I've not heard it before, but it's a perfect description of how many things I hate in today's society. <laughs> People are pussies, and they're trying to be politically correct. So I think our next topic should be the top five things that you hate that people have pussied out. I love it. Wow. Okay, does every, has everybody got to bring a list of five things? Yeah, what is, I can come I up with George 20 right little, now. That's what I was going to say. I think, George, just send us your list and we'll bring it up. <laughs> yeah. No, save it, George. Save it for group. Save it for group, bro. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Okay, we got to wrap this up. Uh, George, what's coming up this week other than you making a very angry list of things that are crucifying your town? After this podcast, like immediately afterwards, we're going to not take public transport. And Steve and I and the kids and maybe some of their friends are going to go out to hike out in the mountains because this is a spectacular day today and i'm gonna hang out with steve for a couple of days and then i'm happy happy get to work uh, over the entire long weekend uh next weekend nice and that's it and a little shout out to bonnie bonnie turns 40 for you know, all the four of you know my baby sister she turns 40 june 30th wow bon so bon you bon should be texting 40. her or facebooking her yeah i will be over Tom yeah. 4-0. I uh, actually yeah. I saw Bon at uh, at, Bruce, at Nipple Days yesterday. Hi. Yeah, I'll just walk over and say hi. <laughs> it's, it's easier. She, she was in the lobby Winter. of the rink yesterday. Uh, Stevie D, you're out in Cowtown, and then uh, yeah. anything else going on? Yeah, uh, I'm in Cowtown. Uh, yeah, doing some a little bit of work and hanging with. I mean, I love it. I love when I get to see you guys. It's awesome. Just here for a few days and then back to T Town. And then I'm off to um, Ontario for a couple of weeks, doing a couple of projects, mostly out east. So I don't know if I'll see less, but uh, no, just uh, just doing my thing and uh, traveling across the Canada, seeing you guys. Cross your fingers, you don't see them. You won't have to buy some people you don't know dinner again. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got it on record. Well, <laughs> it was it was my birthday last week, Steve. George bought I me know. dinner. <laughs> I, I hate you guys. Oh, and it turns Brucey, out, what's up with you? Turns out, Steve, I sent last a gift card too, so I bought him dinner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, you know what? Canada Day coming up. We're hoping to have a giant party out at the lake. Might even. Uh, 
haul some instruments out there and play some tunes. So that'll be nice. cool. Should be a good party uh, if the weather smartens up. And same thing today. I got most of this week off, so uh, hoping to get a little bit of sun. It's about it, Lester. Anything other than gay, gay pride going on with you? No, I got a quiet week this week. I'm, I'm kind of thankful for it, having had Steve come through town and uh, George. And uh, shout out to our, our other buddy, Gerald, who came through town last week as well so this week i think i have no visitors into my home so i'm just gonna chill and i'm i'm in toronto taking it easy love it all right uh start thinking about things that make you angry boys i can't wait to uh, hear george's pussification list and mine's coming up too i think that's it that's a- <laughs> all right take care it's guys be safe all right. yeah, it's a wrap head for the great gay pride see ya bye bye guys see ya If you like what you hear all our episodes are at podbean.com just look for snow day pod or find us on twitter we are at snow day pod you know i would enjoy it no i would enjoy it